Hey, what's going oh, on? Man, regular stuff. How you been, man? I've been good, man. I've been good. I was just watching the women's game, man. Oh, yeah. 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 You know, it's exciting over here. Yeah, I was going to say, you, you see, um, I, that, that Arizona UConn game surprised me, though. I didn't think that was going to be that. I was hoping to see uh, Beckers in the championship. Surprise the NCAA. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And not in a good way. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Pretty sure the video footage people had to work overtime. Yeah. <laughs> All those pre-made hats that they had. Yeah. It's the party. Nah, we just wait a minute to see see if um what's the new other guy to get off. Yeah, so how's it been, man? Y'all y'all getting ready? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been a long time. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it's like a new, the new deal going on. Yeah, What's up, fellas? How y'all doing? What's going good, on, good. <laughs> What's going on, Theo? I'm good, man. No complaints, but my bad be a little late. Oh, Ready to right. rock and roll. Yeah, I forgot. You know, I forgot. I didn't realize it's the Easter or whatever. Me did I, man? I sure forgot, man. <laughs> I heard the word Easter, still forgot. <laughs> I knew he was late. You thought you was going on an Easter egg hunt or something. Let me go. Okay, let me just talk. How you doing? This is um, Kenyatta. There's no ideas. Original support. I'm with Kareem Steele. And we got Andre Charles from TSA on. TSA Cardinals on. How you doing, Andre? Good, Kenyatta. How are you? Good, good, man. Good. With your mom. Recently, I came across like a good thing that you guys are doing. You guys are doing the, um, the Invitational, the, I don't want to mispronounce his name, Tom Kondowski thing with a local team. So you got uh, Ren, Gaucho, Jayhawk. Am I missing anybody? Uh, yeah, so we got um, some New York Rens, uh, New York Gauchos, uh, Riverside Hawks, uh, PSA Cardinals, and New York Jayhawks. All right, all right. So, how did that come together, man? <laughs> um, well, uh, I think the, the we all had an idea of what we wanted to do. Um, we wanted to get New York City on board. Um, and uh, Andy Gorman, uh, with your friends, got everybody on a call. And we sort of uh, all put in. Um, we all had our input on like, what would make a successful event. Sort of planned it out, man. So it's just been like three or four months of us just putting our heads together, trying to come up with the best uh, product that we can put together to get the kids their footage, their details, uh, try to get the best out. So, what should we what should we expect to see? Um, well, at this point, basketball. <laughs> 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 we haven't seen in uh, a year, you know, at this point in the New York City, you know, the high school seasons were canceled and now starting to, to get underway. Um, this will be the first time that New York City has seen uh, competitive high school basketball in a year. Um, at this point, we're all pretty early in our season, where the kids uh, have been practicing now. When you hear what I've got to say. Back into the swing of things. Uh, we have all 
week grade level. I was wondering, now that it's back, uh, what, are, what are you guys doing, or I should say, not even necessarily you guys, but high school in general, um, like what are they doing to combat COVID, like in terms of protocols and stuff like that? Uh, so what we have in place right now is we're limiting Besides your own uh, squad, your own players, is there anyone or any team in particular like you're excited to see play that you haven't seen in a while? <laughs> I mean, man, New York City is tough. I, I can't tell you that I'm excited to see anybody. <laughs> Especially not not first off the bat. Um, there's, like, there's a lot of good programs. So at this point, um, and we're, we're a year removed. So it's also going to be interesting to see how people have recruited, how they've maintained programs um, I haven't gotten the roster schedule together I've seen anybody's roster so I, 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 I'm locked in yes Jay I'm asking you a question uh, are you guys allowing head coaches to be invited to the showcase uh, so there's a dead period still with the, um, the NCAA so okay. Energy is providing the live stream so all coaches across the country will get the link for the live stream and be able to So right now we have four dates. Uh, there's April the 10th, April 11th, April uh, 24th, and April 25th. And uh, we are going from noon until in the last game should be around 8 p.m. So we've got about eight to nine hours of good basketball that coaches will be able to see. Okay. But they won't be physically. Got you. So how do you guys go about, you know, setting that up with energy and being able to, you know, get that distribution and stuff to all the coaches and stuff? But that seems like that that might have been the task to do stuff. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's the, the, the power of the brand. <laughs> um, I mean, at, uh, so the EYBL gives us access to energy does all of the, uh, the EYBL games, um, and Synergy was very, um, very generous in being able to provide some of the 
commentary with Now, besides the uh, Invitational, is there anything else you guys have going on? Um, well, as far as PSA, yeah. we are um, we are trying to adjust to what COVID allows for us to do. So that was the whole point of the Invitational, was that you know, New York City was one of the hardest hit places in the country for the past 12 months. So there are other places where people are, you know, it's wide open, right? It's wide open in Georgia. Possibly, you know, contribute to uh, this spread that's happened that is so hard over the years. Right now, we want to keep it local and stay, uh, at least with us, we want to stay local and compete locally if we can. So right now, our focus is going to be when that's why it's what I've got to say. So that's what we have planned for people. Now, has it been uh, like challenging keeping the, the team motivated um, like during this time when they ha they've had like no real games I guess up until this point? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I would say that the, the challenge is just trying to give answers when nobody has them. What is going to happen? Um, we try to just set goals and meet those goals. Um, so, as a program, the first goal was making sure that that class of 2021, everybody got their scholarships and their um, Once that got done, then the focus was making sure that class of 2022, their recruitment, um, they would have some possibilities, and that's why we created the program. the programs was making sure that. Uh, guys have footage. Because if you come off a season where you didn't play, especially with the rules change, it's going to be very, very competitive. Right? The transfer market right now is the largest it's ever been. Yeah. And you have a lot of coaches who are focused on trying to get older players. Right now, we have kids who are not just competing against other high school uh, players, they're trying to compete against transferring college players. We don't have footage, there's very little we can do the and that has been the focus. Um, now that we got them back in the gym though, it's been great, you know. Um, I mean they're just excited to be able to play them. Yeah, you know what, Jay? You kind of uh, led me to my question when I asked you. I mean, for your for your point of where you said it right now with your program, are you heavily involved in this kids' recruitment? Yeah, I mean that's that's our job. That's our business. Right. That is okay. We're... And this is why I should this. Um, you know, I mean my boys can kind of really know how I feel about this. Um, I'm a big Georgetown fan, right? And I'm part. I love college soups. I'm very into college, high school. I follow all that stuff very hard. Unattended. Um, a lot of these kids have so-called guardians slash handlers. <laughs> 
Quem foi que é Do you feel those guys have like a personal agenda in mind, or do they have like the kids' best interest in mind? Because like you said there's about 2,000 kids in this portal, and I follow college ball more than any, any other sport. That's my main sport in the world: is college basketball. And I know I see kids play every week. Come from like November to March Madness, and I know where kids like say Kenyatta. He's playing center. He's starting. He's playing the whole game. I know where you're going. He's making dumb fouls. Or Rhode Island. He's playing the whole game. He's starting. We didn't we didn't record because he made dumb fouls. He make he make make no fouls. He's playing the whole game. So how can a kid stop a big time program or any program that's on TV? You play the whole game, and all of a sudden you want to you want to branch out and go to uh, somewhere else. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get that. It's hard for me to accept that. We call it a point guard or a center, whatever it is. There's this word, guardian slash handler. Okay. Yeah, Andre, as you see, Theo has a big problem with the transfer portal in the program. You've been nice saying guardian, but you all know it's what H comes first, man. So, please put that down as far as, like, you know, they are positioned with these kids, how they enforce these kids, and... Have you experienced this with other people, or do you know what, so to speak? Yeah, so, all right. So first, our, our 2021 language that we use, we no longer, we have to say little people, so we right. have to say little people. These people don't like to be referred to as such. So, um, I would say that in any area of life, people get bad advice. <laughs> so this is no different. You're gonna have some people who get really good advice, and some people who don't get so such such good advice, right? Um, but I think one, um, it's it's about how people evaluate the people they let into their life. Everyone has an agenda, right? I have an agenda. My agenda is that I want to see every kid that comes through our program get access to the same things that adults allow me to have access to. Right? I'm I, I'm paying back what I owe, right? Because they call it paying it forward, right? But that's that's ultimately what it is. Somebody did it for me, and I want to make sure that I do, right? That's my agenda. And but not everybody's agenda is the same. But I understand that people are coming with me. But when families are evaluating who they let into their child's lives, the number one thing they should be evaluating is, does that person have a life that is reflective of the things they say they can deliver to your child? Right? So it is very hard for somebody who does not have a college degree guide you to getting a college degree, right? It's very hard for somebody who doesn't know about money to guide you and advise you when it comes to dealing with money, right? And it's no different with dealing with basketball kids uh, on their basketball career path, right? So if you're evaluating an adult, the first thing I would say is if that's a man or a woman that's coming into a child's life, is that a man or a woman that you would ultimately want your child 
look at their life? Do they have the values? Do they have the principles? Do they have the things in their life that speak to this person actually being a good role model? And then second is, do they have a track record? There's some proof that they have that they can deliver what it is that they claim that they can deliver. Right? When we first started, we were not telling anybody's parents that we were going to get their child to We didn't do that. We, like, we didn't have any experience. Right? Our thing was, we're going to make sure that your kid gets the best educational experience that you can get from the basketball. And then as time passed on, we got more experience and we could deliver more. I think if you go by that, chances are you'll, you'll end up with less people in your life helping you make bad decisions. Right? Okay. Or, or decisions just for the moment. Thank you, man, for that. Oh, you got it. I, I agree with you, though. I think people people make crazy decisions chasing very short term. AJ, you know, uh, young Kareem, I know me very well. Uh, I follow this Trump photo every day, every hour and hour on my phone. <laughs> you know, until right now, underneath, I'll talk my head, who's going where? And the right. way that I see, it makes no sense to me. I don't care where school they come from. You know, it got to be one of my things. Think of it this way. The one thing I do see in it is that when you let's, let's take a team that's going to like, say, Loyola, Chicago, right? The kids on Loyola, Chicago, right? Believe me, I, I don't, I don't want to put it down, but I'm pretty much sure that most of them, if they had other opportunities to begin with, they probably would not have chose the Royal Chicago. Now, if you get out there and you perform at the level they performed, and you like the star, the main guy, the team, and I mean, unfortunately for Royal Chicago, that kid's gonna want the opportunity to go play someplace else where he could probably, you know, maybe excel his own personal, his own personal agenda. And it's nothing, it's nothing against the school itself. But if I'm in Loyola, Chicago, and people in the, I'm hearing all this buzz across TV, and they're telling me this and that, and it's actually coming from people who, like like Dre said, people in the know, then, then I, I might be looking to go someplace else. But now that goes back to what you were saying, too. That that whole process of that happening makes it harder for the other kids coming in to go to better places, too, because I, we all know how people think. So if I'm a, if I'm a college coach and I'm looking, and I just seen, let's say, I'm even, let's say I just seen a kid from Loyola, Chicago, and he just averaged 18 or 20 points against these top programs. So I got some kind of basis of what I think he'll be able to do. Now I got to compare him against a kid from high school. So it makes it a little more difficult. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, most people don't want to put in more work than necessary. <laughs> if you get a kid who's already to you know a college system it's used to a college schedule right it's already mature right I, i'd much rather deal with a 21 year old than a 16 year old right because of age disparities you're looking at a high school kid generally as not as mature as a college student It's an interesting change to see happen, but you know, these things happen all the time and we just learn to deal with it. We learn to navigate around it. Here's a question, and I think I think we came up, we were talking about this before offline. 
Do you think these rules are here to stay, or do you think these are rules just, you know, because of COVID? Because I can see some programs already, like, they already done with the whole idea. They, they want this to end as soon as possible. But do you think this, like, freedom of movement that they have against the players, do you think that's going to around, or do you think they're going to try to regulate that in some way? Um, personally, I think it's the new normal. Okay. And, uh, until there's, you know, something else, right? But it, I don't see it changing in the next few years. Right? It's, it's here for the foreseeable future. Right? Okay. We'll just have to adjust. Right? Um, I mean, in our line of work, um, it's nothing new. Right? Okay. <laughs> our AU teams, weekend to weekend. <laughs> you just learn to adjust. Um, I mean, our program doesn't function like that, but it's nothing new to the culture. Um, I think, like anything, when it's new, people are probably going to use it to the point where it looks like it's right? just like there's no reason for all of these things to be in this transfer board. But I do think that there's a benefit to putting some pressure on um, programs to have to really be right by their kids or lose them. Leverage they do have. Some kids will make bad decisions based on having extra leverage. But a lot of kids will end up in in better situations. And you can only move once. So. <laughs> yeah. It, you you can only use this get out of jail free card one time. <laughs> you know, choose wisely. Right. I I can tell you personally I know somebody who sort of worked out for I was in my middle um, Mike Smith. Mike Smith was playing for Columbia. Yep. And, and went from Columbia to Michigan start. So that made that was a good deal for him. Yep. I mean the grad transfer market proved that this thing works, right? Yeah. You go to school, go and play immediately, and it work out for all parties. Yeah. And if a kid is, is choosing a school for the right reasons, then I think it's a great thing, no matter how many kids are choosing. You can choose it for the right reasons. Now, if it's like what Theo is describing, <laughs> 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 and, and you have a bad advocate, then, yeah, it's going to be a bad time. So what happens if one of these kids, they enter the portal um, under the assumption, going back to Theo's bad advice uh, scenario, where they enter the portal assuming they're going to get this big offer from a, a Duke, North Carolina, whoever it is, and it just doesn't work out that way, I'm pretty much sure you're not going back to where you came from. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know yeah, that's just the sale. It's like an elevator, man. They go up and they go down. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, that's the part that kids don't think about. Like, I, I know if I'm the coach and you go put your name in the transfer portal, I'm the, basically from that point on, I consider you off the team. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's not, it's not, okay, let me go see what's out there and I don't like that. Okay, I'm coming back. I mean, again, it's leverage, right? Some kids have the leverage to say, I'm putting my name in the transfer portal. And yeah. then they come back, right? And I've seen that that happen. Um, and some kids get in the transfer market and, and realize that the transfer market actually it has more options for them than they even thought was possible. 
I don't have a home. <laughs> I, I am. It, that's it. It's over. Yeah. Um, and, and you thought that you were going to be able to transfer up a level, if not at least just move around at your level. Now you might find out that you you don't have a scholarship. Yeah. And so you know it's rolling the dice, no matter who you are. And, and the most important thing you can have is good information. People actually. Now, before we came on, you, you mentioned you was watching the women's game, the championship. What do you, what do you think of the men's? Uh, it's a big shot by my own sons. You for assault in the wounds, man. You know we got a, you know we got a PSA card on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know that was that was heartbreaking to watch. Definitely a for UCLA. Uh, it was a fantastic event. Um, I think UCLA proved uh, uh, to a lot of the country that the, the program is back. Uh, and Coach Tony did a fantastic job. Uh, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy that PSA is able to be a part of that success. Fun fact if you guys didn't know, the third consecutive Final Four that a PSA Cardinal uh, has played in. Nice. You know, I was really hoping that Mac would get in that national championship game, so I could say it's the first consecutive national championship game. <laughs> they won. I can, I can still keep talking that talk. <laughs> yeah, three national championships in a row, but you know, we stop that Final Four. But I'm, I'm happy with that. That's great. Any any predictions between uh, Baylor and, and Gonzaga? Uh, I don't know, man. Well, whoever wins, just hit our phone. <laughs> <laughs> hit our phone. And to the loser, hit our phone. <laughs> we got somebody for you. <laughs> hey, Dre, what's your question? Do your program have a affiliation outside of New York City? What you mean? Okay, I'll give you an example. Let's have a child. He pays for your program. And then me and my wife decided to relocate outside New York City. Oh, you, <laughs> you, you got to provide some kind of uh, uh, another a good program for my child to still play basketball and, and just uh, be recruited and have a chance to get, get, get a scholarship? Uh, so it depends on the city you move to. There's, there's okay. different programs. Um, so we have relationships. There's no, there isn't a That's the word, relationships, right? But we definitely do, right? So, like, uh, there's some really, really good programs around the country. It just depends on what's in the community. This is the person that you should speak to to get advice on, you know? Um, we, we get that a lot where, you know, somebody might say, um, you know, my, my son is in sixth grade. I'm in Detroit. Um, what should we look into? Alright, well at the sixth grade level, you should probably talk to this person because they're gonna know more about what's happening in Detroit. And there are certain teams that are like really good at the middle school level that don't necessarily have a high school component. When you hear back just talking about the invitational stuff, I was in Mahoney's program for I watched through the years, you guys' roles in 
went straight through all these programs in there. Some of them are new. Some of them are like, you know, like staples in New York for forever or something. And I mean, I don't want to say no names, but we kind of watched the rise and fall <laughs> of quite a few of them. I think we all we all so. I mean, when you, when, you, when you look at it, there's something, I mean, and I don't want to bring it up, and you sure you heard it. A lot of these bitter coaches and bitter programs attributed to, to other programs. But, I mean, to me, this this high, right? A few minutes ago, you talked about how you explained it to provide basketball to provide kids with the best opportunity to educate. What I think is happening and you tell me if you, what you think. What I think has happened or has happened with the high schools in New York and some of the programs is they kind of lost thought process. Maybe they're getting it back as to what's important. So ultimately, if I want to be the star of the team where I'm the person getting the accolades and everything else, I can design a system where I don't give a damn whether the kid goes to school. I don't give a damn what he does. As long as he shows up and does this for me, I'm good. But with, with a lot of these guys, they like it's no end game. Kids go through the program. I see the kids; they don't they don't make it anywhere. What's in the, the programs themselves? What's in the different things? They don't they 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 want to develop the kids for basketball, but they don't understand like school components. They don't understand how to work. But even with even with schools and teams, but that's what I would think, right? They had an AAU program myself, right? And I had a kid who kind of, to me, outgrew my program. Why am I so obsessed with keeping the kid as opposed to trying to provide him an opportunity to go someplace where he could possibly do something better? Um, well, I mean, that's uh, what you just described is community, right? And it's, uh, it's basically just wanting the best for everybody collective resources. Unfortunately, we live in a world where resources are not seen as collective. Some of that is true. If you have a sponsored program, you have your resources that are given to your program. A lot of it is tied to your ability to succeed in various areas. You want to make sure that you have kids York is a is an interesting place because it's one of the toughest markets to do this type of work, right? When you're combining athletics and athletics, the most teams, there's the most spotlight, right? Because we have these these conversations are great when you talk to people outside of New York City. Yeah. And guys are talking about ladies and all this stuff in California. York just has the most teams and the smallest really competitive because the themselves start from a place of I got a million options. <laughs> so 
I can play for this team this month. I don't necessarily like how it's going. I got a million other places. Like that. That's a hard place to be a coach. Good luck to everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I think the pandemic has been a lot to show people the resources that we all use them together. Like, you know, they, I think, started instead of really great training for the community service, and really saying this is how you use your resources as a program to allow help. Everybody, they're talking about you know, middle school, going up to high school, school, trying to follow the professional team. What we did there was fantastic. We tried to use all of our resources as much as we could. Riverside, um, one, they just, they just signed me. Lose my contract. <laughs> 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 um, first and foremost, 
second, I think, when Purple Hits, we all had a year to just be like, listen, this stuff works a lot better, and we are all collaboration, and we are all working. Everybody down. Um, guys, we're able to give each other advice how to navigate something. I've been doing this now for over a decade. That was not a thing that ever happened. You get six or seven programs on the That is to say that I, I just love what everybody's doing. I love the fact that um, we're starting this season. And everybody can see it. And our goal right now is just to have a more successful event that we can have to kind of show that number one, it can be done. When you hear what I've got to say, we started with the energy of when you hear And that's my now, one of the things I think about is you mentioned earlier, which is obvious, due to the inability to, to play, there's less footage for players. Um, so I'm sitting here, I'm wondering if I'm a four or five star recruit, okay, that doesn't matter much. But if I'm, you know, two star, so to speak, three star, and now I have limited footage, I might be in trouble. So what, is there anything in particular you guys did to try to, like, help those types of kids out that, that's in your program? I mean, that's this event, right? And that this event is not for uh, necessarily the kids on that All-American. Yeah. This is for the kids who are limited. Because those are the kids who are really competing against college. Yeah. If it's between you and a transfer, you definitely need to have a film that shows why a college coach is the best in you. Um, it is our job to make the best case for you, right? To show that one, you're ready at your level, right? The stuff that you always say, which is, one, we have kids who are at their position. We have kids who are great teammates, right? They come from a winning culture, and you can see that on film. You have guys who are at their position, Various basic principles. Guard a ball screen, guys block out, rebounds. You just do all the simple things that you don't have to teach them. Yeah. You can see that on You got good size, you know how to play in the game, you know how to play in the zone. And you can run multiple defenses. The guys who can execute in the offense. You can watch them do all the little things as well as be able to to do things that don't just have to do this thing, So when we get film and footage, then we can make our case. Our players give you the best chance whatever your conference whatever level you're trying to have it for our students. That's why that film is so Yeah. 
I gotta make sure my wife watches this because then she'll understand why I'm yelling at the TV. Because she's like, <laughs> what's he yelling at the TV for? The guy did this, but I'm like, well, this guy would have did this and this guy would have did this. We would never got there. The guy, the guy cut her, he didn't, he didn't run on, you know, didn't run fast enough around the screen, lollygagged around the screen. The other guy didn't hedge and all type of stuff. Oh my like, God. She's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> But, yeah, Coach Hell yeah. Yelling at UCLA, stop the ball. Stop the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, you know, that was crazy because that was one of the things I said is why is everybody running back with their back turned away from the ball? That one kid, the one kid picked it up, but it was too late. But everybody else was running with their back turned. They was just so shocked. They were like, I can't believe he just made that layup. Everybody forgot to play defense. Yeah, yeah. Like these things, these small little things, right? He shot it. He didn't. That's how I'm telling you. He didn't throw it. He shot it. Yeah. He didn't throw it. He shot it. He had a free, easy, relaxed path. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Now, before you guys set up the invitation, um, were you getting any calls from parents saying, "Hey, what are you guys doing?" Or I would imagine parents <laughs> like, were like, we- trying to put pressure on you guys. Do something. We got, we got calls from parents who are don't even have kids in our program. <laughs> can I put my kid on your team? Like, can, can I get in my own? I had a uh, had parents who just make really like it's so competitive. Parents really want their kids to get scholarships that pretty much any offer you can think of for what can be done. Their parents are like, yo, I'll, I will pay for everything. Just get, I'll set up the tournament. You get the teams. I will just, just so my kid can have some film. And I'm like, I can't fault you because if that's what you have to do, you know, if that's what that's what you feel you are. I'm just like, yo, if my kid needs footage, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense because a lot of people are short sighted. So let's say you put four or five thousand dollars. College costs over two hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> so four or five thousand up front to avoid that, you do it. I mean, people every year, COVID without COVID, people start whole basketball teams for their kids. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> this guy has a whole second grade basketball team just for his son. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 this is true. Definitely, definitely does. I definitely do. But yeah, man, parents, parents have been really concerned with just having the opportunity to play. Because especially um, if it's at crunch time, right? There's, there's less concern of that middle school level. If your child is a junior in high school, especially if they don't have offers, then you're very concerned about that. Where, you know, just how do I get the ball rolling? You know, where do I start? And so they were, they were extremely um, anxious to get back to the plane. You know, I think now everybody's all in. Did you ever have to personally? 
Yes. Well, I remember as a kid growing up, you know, going to a gym scene, Jeremy Carter, a lot of food guys, and I come up. I always seen another folks I've always seen before, and plus, I had my first job in this uh, newsletter called Biggie's Briefs. He always was like a, I guess, a correspondent news, news writer, all about Biggie's recruiting and stuff like that. So I remember him being tall and statue like that. So you got any good memories about him? Super tall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I, I'm not a large person. <laughs> you need to man. <laughs> But uh, one of the most gentle human beings I've ever met. Uh, talk to him, it was, it's surprising. It doesn't matter how loud the gym was. He never raised his voice, but you never had a problem hearing his <clears throat> Never. Super, he always had something positive to say. And not positive as in just like nice but positive as in you could find the attribute that every kid had that was of value, right, always. Um, and, and the fun fact is, I think he's the only person I ever met who never had a cell phone. Oh, wow. his house phone. To <laughs> <laughs> call him on his house phone, um, which, you know, uh, for many of us is like, what? Yeah, the answering machine. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah, I know that's not the kids for sure. Yeah, he's, he's, it's such a, a large boy in the basketball space. Um, uh, that. There's, a, there's a term uh, that I learned as a kid uh, it's called a Bria. Keeper of the community's history. Mm-hmm. Like lost a real. Lost a lot of kept Program um, and we put out information um, that 
guys. Speaking of the highest level you think they can play at, whereas in this game, it's like those opportunities, you just need to get yourself in the game. Like once you're in the system, then you have the flexibility to move on. Anybody that has contact information for the basketball, for the men's basketball department, um, or the women's basketball department, you're going to send an email. Quick, short, and you should have film. If you don't have film, this is just going to be sending film. Film should have a very, very short um, highlight, about 30 seconds a minute, and it should be full game. How do you play? Not just the high How do you play? Can you do all those little things you yourself? When you hear what I've got to say. really helps if you actually know somebody in the team that's here, um, you know, that you can point to, because the coach goes, oh, you know such and such, all right, cool, and I have a point of reference, I somebody I can call and be like, oh yeah, um, such and such reached out to me, what do you think about it? Um, that stuff helps. Um, one hack, right, if we talk about like, that I suggest to everybody, uh, if you're I think one of the, the ways that you can do that that cuts through a lot of the noise is to start a podcast. Start a podcast, start interviewing coaches. Now you are building a relationship with that person one-on-one outside of the basketball that will make them interested in basketball. And we're interviewing most people want to be into the <laughs> I'm likely not going to turn you down when you start your podcast. Uh, and it's a very simple way for you to get a conversation with somebody who might otherwise not have time for the conversation. Those are the, the pieces of advice Hey, Dre, you have any sponsors? We have uh, lost the event. You have any sponsors? Event? Yeah, like sponsoring up this for the event or for the, for the uniform, for the programs. You guys think you're selling with programs? Yeah, so, so each of our respective uh, uh, sponsorship deals, whether it's Nike, it's um, Under Armour, gotcha. um, Synergy, gotcha. obviously a, a major sponsor. Right. For the event, um, as far as products and all those things, we didn't put a whole lot of focus into 
trying to get sponsorship because to, to a large because it's not a money making event, right? Everything is being donated. Yeah. Um, for us right now, it's just about getting the kids uh, on the court. Um, so, Got you. Um, a lot of the a lot of the, the, the groundwork has just been our organization. I got, I got a good one you're gonna love. So how do you get press credentials for that? <laughs> so on the flyer um, itself, there is uh, an email address. Let me pull it up for you right now. But basically, okay. anybody who wants to attend and get a media pass can yeah. just send an email, um, and they should be able to be granted. Uh, first come, first serve. First come, first serve. And whether you are a journalist, um, an evaluator, um, or a photographer or a videographer, uh, email email is Alex A L E X at N Y R Hoops dot org. So we try to streamline it, have everybody get email. Nice fit to your fit. <laughs> 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 He's typing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh man, that's great. That's great. And so, for you guys, just in my for all Oh, good, good, man. Good. So they consider podcast media. <laughs> Definitely. All right. There you go. Hey, 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 Rex, and I'll make sure that you are on that list. All right. Nice. 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 So you said the peace jam started later this year? Um, yes. So as of right now, um, there's no formal schedule that's been released. Okay. The plan is to have uh, everything be done in July. Oh, wow. So you guys, are you guys going to keep it? Are they doing one site or are you guys still traveling around? the sites around the country uh, again everything is still tentative but uh, my understanding is that it would be one site just to okay. limit uh, you know the next time uh, and so I don't think we're, we're certainly not going to see EYBL as we've seen it traditionally gotcha. uh, but I think what we may have is one extended uh, regular season Okay. 
playing process. Gotcha. And then actually the PCM and uh, with a, a secondary uh, event. It would be like a PCM or uh, whoever doesn't qualify. Oh yeah. Right. So this this person just, you know, tell everybody again, you know, about the, the event when it's happening. Can, uh, can, they, can people um, outside coaches see it on Synergy? Yes, so we're going to make the Synergy live stream available. Okay. Synergy has done a fantastic job of providing us with just the best uh, live stream coverage that we could possibly have. So there should be several different uh, ways to the NYC Invitational. Uh, it is uh, happening in memory of the great Tom Dustin. We are five New York teams. New York Rams, New York Jayhawks, New York Dowdhawks, New York Hawks, Three divisions playing each day. Um, the 15 will play early in the day, uh, 16 will be the middle, and then we'll have the 17 will play in the evening. And we should be able to get in uh, seven games per day. And um, the hope and the goal is just to get our kids back in the flow of playing. Yeah, I'm definitely excited to see it. Yeah. Definitely. I'm definitely sending it to you. I will see you there. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's the least we can do, man. You guys made this platform available to us. You know? Right. So make sure that you guys are in the house to I think that's great. I think, you know, it's definitely great that all you guys have been able to get together to do this. Something. I mean, the great service that it is. It's great service to the work that all you guys are doing, you know, all of this all together, too. I mean, years ago, I could never have seen the happen happening. It's great to see that, you know, that's happening today. It was today, you know, we move forward and we, we progress and so like that. All it took was a global pandemic. Bring everybody together. That's all it took to uh, <laughs> was, was a year-long quarantine to get New York City back together. <laughs> <laughs>
gave us some time to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> little small thing, like a little all, all we need. <laughs> <laughs> Pull it all together. <laughs> but you know, again, I'm I'm super, super duper excited. When you hear what I players Thank you for coming on too, man. Listen, we're gonna make sure that we get to get this out as many places as we can, you know, so we have people tuning in vicinity. People know people and the more people that get to see it or get to hear about it, I think it'll be just making it that much better. And uh, you know, Theo, just so you know, there's no better <laughs> Listen, I'm over my f***ers now over that, so I'm moving off from that, man. You know what I'm saying? You got a personal grind, a personal yeah. grind against players and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I don't see that. It's all good. Thank you, brother. <laughs> you got we'll, we'll at least try to set a capacity limit. <laughs> That's so good, I get it. No problem. <laughs> um, Thank you guys so much, man, for allowing us to Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you, man. Keep being a good role model, man, for the kids, man. To what you are, man. Yeah. Man, well said, Theo. Well said. I appreciate you, man. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Later. Later. Later.